as far north as Marauder's Arch, as far south as Booty Isle, as far east as Ruby's Fall, and as far west as Mermaid's Hideaway, Pirate Talk Radio proudly presents the most in-your-face Sea of Thieves podcast on the waves, and now broadcasting from his mother's basement, the biggest idiot to ever pick up a cutlass, your host, Davram! Welcome back, guys, to Pirate Talk Radio. This is episode 79, and I apologize that it is uh, a little bit late. I was traveling. I had uh, my last charity convention of the uh, of the year for Extra Life. Uh, we still have a couple more events, but this is the last, like, all-weekend-long charity convention. Uh, so I was prepping for that, loading that in, and working that all uh, weekend, so... Um, didn't have a chance uh, with the prep work and, and everything to uh, to get the episode fully edited and, and out on the normal Saturday. Uh, so it is a couple days late, so I apologize. I didn't want to put any more. I didn't want to wait till next Saturday. That's not fair. Uh, you guys obviously uh, listen each and every week, so I wanted to make sure that uh, you got an episode out, especially since I have a lot to talk about in this episode. Um a lot of points. Obviously, we're well into uh, season seven now and captaincy, and I finally got a chance to play this extensively. And I wanted to uh, give you my first thoughts on how captaincy is. So uh, we'll get into that um, and some news um, as well. So, but first, before we get to any of that, I want to take a moment and thank the wonderful, wonderful patrons who support my content and continue. To support my content financially, Lane and Registella, thank you both very, very much uh, for your continued support of Pirate Talk Radio, of my streams, YouTubes, etc., um, all that fun stuff. Um, I appreciate you guys very much. And if anyone would like to become a patron, you can go over to patreon.com slash Davram TV uh, and you will be able to uh, sign up uh, to any um, of the tiers. Uh, that best, best fits you. Uh, each tier has its own perks uh, that you will be able to get. Um, so you can uh, uh, you can check that out if you would like. <clears throat> so let's get in to the news. Um, Hunter's Cry, the newest adventure, is right around the corner. Um, I believe it releases this week. We should get the, <coughs> the cinematic trailer for it um, on Monday the 15th, uh, which by the time you've listened to this, uh, that trailer has already been out. Um, so most likely, unless you're a patron or you get it right when it goes uh, uh, live before I, I post the tweet. If your service that you listen to this uh, goes goes live a little bit earlier than some few people, um, you you might see you might listen to part of this before it. But it comes out on Monday the fifteenth, um, and I'm anxious to see where they take this story. I thought the last adventure was absolutely fantastic, um, and I'm anxious to see where they're going. Um, with this story and how it's going to um, tie into the Flameheart story, uh, which we know the Flameheart story is supposed to wrap up by the end of this year. Um, and with uh, Chris Alcott's new uh, Heart of Fire book, uh, which releases this week, um, if you haven't got a copy or haven't ordered your copy and you like Sea of Thieves, I strongly suggest it. it's on Amazon. I've pre-ordered my copy, so I'm just waiting for it to come in. Um, but, um, um, if, if you, I love Flameheart, 
I, I think he's one of the best villains. Um, I, I think it's it, one of the reasons he's the best villain is, one, he was a shit-talking head in the sky, which was hilarious. I thought it was funny. <clears throat> but two, there's still a lot we don't know about Flameheart. We don't, we don't know a lot about him. We have the tall tales, which give us a little bit of insight. Obviously, the journal uh, was Flameheart Jr.'s journal. We get a little bit of insight there. Um, this book should give us more insight. Um, but we're coming up to, uh, you know, we're, we're past the halfway point in 2022. And, and we were told that, uh, uh, the end of this year would wrap up the flame heart story. So I'm really anxious to see where this story goes. Um, and I hope they continue, um, in the path that they have with the last adventure. I, I thought the story was nice. I thought the cinematics of voiceovers, um, I thought this last adventure that we just did, um, was their best adventure. I thought it hit all the notes. It didn't have the RNG. Um, it, it, it didn't have any of the bad things and it had all the good things. So I, I hope that they continue with that model of adventure going forward. Cause I think in general, the entire community enjoyed that. Um, and, and as we all know, I am not someone who's easily impressed. Um, so, uh, impressing me with something like that, uh, in, in my mind, that's, that's huge. Some people might be like, well, you're just, you just, you're just too hard on the game. I am too hard on the game, but I'm too hard on all the games. So, uh, if you, if you think I'm hard on sea of thieves, you, you, sit down and talk to me about any game that I play. I am brutal with video games. I expect, you know, proper QA. I expect clean development. I expect cohesive story. And if you are a game based in history, I expect historical accuracy. And that's just how it is. I don't care if you're a fantasy game. I don't care if you're a Star Wars game, Harry Potter game. I don't care. Um, I demand accuracy to um, whatever you're referencing, right? Uh, in the case of Sea of Thieves, I know I've taken a lot of heat from folks, uh, and I will definitely take more heat in an upcoming episode uh, when I talk more in depth about the Sovereign, um, about my demand for historical accuracy and how the Sovereign don't hit any historical accuracy notes at all. And it's very frustrating seeing what they're doing and not being able to tie it at all to good game balance or to historical accuracy of the time period. And that's very frustrating to me. And I'm so sick and tired of the answer of, well, it's fantasy. It's not the real world. Yeah, well, we also know that people in the Sea of Thieves came from somewhere. There were very few people in the Sea of Thieves that were born in the Sea of Thieves. Thus, they came from somewhere. Thus, they came from outside in the real world, in the age of piracy, in the Caribbean. There are economic standards set up. I won't get into that now because I'll just sit here and rant about it, and we'll save that for the Sovereign episode. But if your excuse to forgive rare for this atrocious system that all it is, is just to make it's just, it's just a quality of life. And they could have done it in so much better a way, a so much accurate way. Uh, it's, it's a quality of life update, um, feature, and it just nullifies all their other trading companies. Um, it, it's just, just, there's so many levels that don't make sense. Uh, but we'll get there, but don't tell me it's fantasy. The game is based in the real world. So tough shit. It's it don't, that's just an excuse. That's just an excuse. So <clears throat> news. 
I just forgot that one of the the lovely folks that I met at Sea of Thieves Fest, uh, Mina Ferry, <clears throat> gave me uh, postcards, <clears throat> and I have them in my book. And I flipped my book to to read, and the postcards fell out of my hand, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Mina." <clears throat> Sorry, distraction happens a lot. Um, so uh, uh, some dates you want to keep in mind. So we have the Hunter's Cry coming up um, very soon. Um, and in honor of uh, the adventure, just like they've done for the past couple of adventures, you will have Twitch drops to get. Uh, and you will actually have an entire ship set to get. Now, some of the pieces of this ship set have been done before. So if you missed them before, here's your opportunity to get them. Okay, and this is very, they, they didn't just give these out not too long ago. So if you missed them the first time and you miss them this time, it's your own damn fault. <clears throat> From August 19th through the 22nd, you will be able to get the entire Twilight Hunter ship set in this order. The wheel, the hull, the figurehead, the sails, the flag, the cannon, the capstan. And you will need to do, it's the new um, uh, Twitch Drops uh, system. So one hour per item, you must claim the item before you get progress on the next item. So it gives you, the viewer, the ability to decide when you're going to uh, lurk or interact or view or however you want to watch the streamer. Um, it gives you the ability to decide when you want to spend that time. But the total ship set is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that's seven total hours of viewing that you must do uh, and making sure you're claiming after each hour. Um, I did see a poll that Rare put out. I believe uh, McFarland put it out on Twitter. And the poll was, do you prefer the old Twitch drop system or the new Twitch drop system? Though the new Twitch drop system was winning, uh, the last time I looked at the poll, it was close. It was pretty close to 50-50. Uh, but the new system was uh, winning by, like I think, like 5 maybe 10%. Um, so obviously some people like the old system where it was less viewing time, uh, but some people like the new system where they get to decide when they spend that viewing time and they're not just required to put it all in, um, in one, you know, one bucket. So, um, that is, uh, that is one thing that I personally prefer. I like to be able to decide when I sit down and spend the time. Uh, to actually view these streamers. Um, so I personally uh, really like the new system, but I know some people are not a huge fan of the new system. So there you go. Um, the other thing in the news, and unfortunately the Sea of Thieves website is down, so I can't pull up the, the details of it, uh, but there were some changes to captaincy uh, this last week. Um, Rare was able to look at kind of the first week, week and a half of play and determined that some of the captaincy um, paths were being completed too quickly um, in their mind. It's supposed to be more of a long-term adventure, not a quick grind out. Um, and so they made some adjustments to it. Um, I know some of the community members who had been focusing on those particular um, um, paths are some of them are a little upset about it because some of the changes that were made significantly dropped what level you were on. Um, so my thoughts on this were my, my thoughts on this are, are pretty simple. 
was there balancing that was going to be needed? Yes. But coming out in a, in a post or a patch note on your website and saying these were not, you were not intended to get everything. You were not intended to grind this out. This is supposed to be a long-term um, adventure, a long-term feature really to me just says how out of touch rare is with their player base. If you watch on Twitter, um, at least the vocal folks, right there, there are a lot of players that this particular change will not affect them because they're not players that are completionists. They're not players that are out there to knock out every accommodation. They're not players out there that, that grind away a season in 12 hours, right? I won't say that it's a minority either, um, but it's not the majority of people who go through this. <clears throat> but Sea of Thieves, the only thing that differs you from someone else is the cosmetics you have and your skill. Those are the only two things that difference me and you and, and another pirate. That's it. Cosmetics are the, the bread and butter of Sea of Thieves. You can't get a better gun. You can't get a better sword. You can't get a better anything. Everyone has the same ships. Everyone has the same weapons. They may look different, but everyone has the same, right? That's Sea of Thieves. <clears throat> so when you've got a big chunk of your community who are grinders and who want every cosmetic and who want to knock out every accommodation <clears throat> and who want to do that 12-hour season seven grind and knock literally the entire season out in the first 12 hours, those players exist. And those are also the players that are out on Twitter shooting Sea of Thieves pictures. And those are your players that are out there engaging with you on social media that you crave so much. You know, 3,000 retweets and the like with your murder mystery. Those are the players that are vocal. And those are the players that are out there. And those are the players that are now kind of butthurt um, over the fact that you made these adjustments. Now, am I saying that these adjustments were bad? No, they were probably needed, especially when you see someone with like 92 levels on something in a week. That is quite a bit. Like, I don't know how long they played, but that's quite a bit. So were they, did they need balanced and did they need tweaked? Yeah. Is this a good time to do so? Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, you've got your initial data and you're making the changes now before it's uh, affects too many players, right? It's going to affect uh, a smaller amount, but to outwardly say you're not intended to get everything is literally a slap in the face to your entire community where the game is literally about collecting cosmetics. And if you have created a feature where your intent with this feature is not for players to collect everything, why did you design this feature? Because your player base wants to collect everything. They want every sale. They want every hull. They want every jacket, every dress, every makeup. They want it all. That is the thing you collect in Sea of Thieves. Yes, it is a venture. Yes, it should be something that takes some time. But at the end of the day, we want to collect everything. Most players want to collect everything, especially if it's cool. And customizing your ship is cool. So I, I really don't like, I don't, again, I don't know who on the PR team or who on the marketing team was the one that was supposed to craft that statement. 
But it was a really poorly crafted statement when you look at your player base and what this game is about. This game is about adventure. It's about choose your own adventure. It's about tell your own story. And we didn't, and saying we can't collect everything is just really, really, really bad. So I don't think it was a good statement to make. Balancing, excellent, balance it, but don't make that statement because I'll tell you what, there are people out there that are very vocal and there are people out there who are absolutely just in love with Rare and Rare can do no wrong. And I saw them posting the picture of that particular patch notes underlined it like what? Like when your biggest fans, the people that literally you could break something major in the game and they'll be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's fine. It's okay. Rare. It's fine. We trust rare. It's fine. When those folks are posting pictures of your patch notes and underlining that statement, you know, you screwed up, you know, you screwed up. So Look, the game's about collecting cosmetics. That's how it is. I couldn't pull up the exact um, patch notes. I did want to look through them, but the website's down. So I, I, I can't. I can't. So, diving into Captaincy. I hope everyone's having a good time with Captaincy. I think Captaincy um, is another, in general, mixed bag update. And I'll tell you why. Um, we are going to do the classic good, bad, and ugly. Um, I, I, I like that segment and we will be doing that for this update. I have it written down right here. What's in the good, what's in the bad, what's in the ugly, but I think it's in a mixed bag update. I think <clears throat> there is a lot of positives, uh, that the community is enjoying that I am enjoying in this update, but I think there's also a lot of negatives, a lot of things that, not too long ago, we were promised won't happen again and are now happening again. And more so it's the forefront of this update. Um, so I think it was a mixed bag update again, we're a week, week and a half in I'm having fun with it. Um, but, and I hate to use this term because people use this term very loosely and I don't like that. The phrase, there is no content in this update. I've seen it everywhere. I've heard it from folks. And partially, they're very much correct. And partially, they're very much incorrect. Um, we've got a lot of new voyages. And if you haven't dove into captaincy, if you haven't purchased your ship, uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to go um, on these new voyages, Though they are the same old voyages we've always had, the fact that they're revamped um, in a way that you can do a short, medium, or long gold hoarder, merchant, um, etc. is absolutely fantastic. It stops you from having to sit there um, and um, sell or buy place down, cancel, buy, place down, cancel to find one of the shorter voyages. Um, I think that was a really good choice um, there. But in terms of 
new content. You've got the stool. Name me something else. You got stool and and a and and a nice voyage update. Name me something else. Now I may get a tweet or a or a Discord message or I may get an email that says, "Well, the whole the Captain C milestone thing is new. That's new content for you to grind out." Is it though? Is it something for you to grind out? Yes. Is it new content? We'll dive into that, but the answer is no, it is not. And it's also a promise that Rare has yet again broken by doing captaincy in the way they did. So let's get into it. The good, the bad, and the ugly of season seven and captaincy. We will, of course, start with the good. Because we want to give credit where credit is due. The good, we spoke about voyages and the fact that we have mercenary voyages now, which are fun. We have a collection of order of souls, merchant voyages that we've done for a long time, but now are based in this short, medium, long, um, style. We've got Athena voyages, which you can get veil voyages as a, as a captain and you can buy them in large stacks. So, before when you could only ever have one veil voyage at a time and you always had to go back to the outpost. Now with captaincy that you can store up to 50. And in fact, I think it's broken right now unless they fixed it with a hot fix. You can store 50 voyages on your, on your table. So you don't have to go back to the outpost and continue to buy um, voyages to interrupt your sailing. And the other nice thing is let's say the person who is the captain of the ship Let's say they don't have a lot of gold. Maybe they're a newer player that has just been able to get the gold for their ship and they're tapped out of money. That's fine. Anyone on their crew can buy those voyages for them and it goes on their bookcase the same. So you as a crew member of a captain can buy the voyages for the captain and the voyages will go on the table and you guys as a crew can do them. It's absolutely awesome. The ability to stockpile voyages is absolutely fantastic. I love that. Um, the other thing that's nice, on top of the, the the voyage revamp and the ability to buy more voyages at a time, is supplies. So, before, you could buy a fruit crate, a cannonball crate, a wood crate, and a, a storage crate from the Merchant Alliance. That's a hefty chunk of change if you buy them all. And you can take your little storage crate around the island and loot up all the stuff, right? Takes your time. One thing that Rare has always said is they want to lessen the time from entering the tavern, so fresh spawn, to time to get into adventure. They want to lessen that time. Um, and throughout the game's development, they have slowly done that. Um, the most recent one, again, is adding the supply crates to the Merchant Alliance. Now, as a captain or as a crew member of a captain ship, 
you now have the ability to directly stock your ship from the shipwright. You can buy cannonballs. You can buy throwables. You can buy uncooked meat. If you're a fisherman, you can buy bait. You can buy fruit. And you get a nice variety of all of that. So you can start your sale with a little bit more cannonballs, some more throwables, and the really nice thing is the food because you get some pineapples, some mangoes, uh, some pomegranates. Not all the time will you uh, get on a um, an outpost where you can actually get all of that lovely yummies. And you get uncooked meat, which is fantastic because cooking meat gives you seasonal progress and it gives you milestone progress. <clears throat> And it gives you good food to eat while you're out there on an adventure. And then for those folks out there who enjoy fishing, you can now buy bait. So you don't have to go out and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and ding and collect all your bait in the storage crate. Dig and dig and ding. More bait in the storage crate. You can just buy the bait from the shipwright if you're a captain or a member of that crew. Lessening the time from spawn in to set sail. Captain's log. Now, the captain's log is going to show up on more than just the good. Okay? The captain's log is going to show up on more than just the good. But the good part about the captain's log is the concept of the captain's log. The ability for you to see what you've done this session. And a captain's log was something that was historically accurate. Captains kept logs. That's how we know the history of piracy. And that's how we know the history there is logs and bookkeeping of the crew of the captain of the first mate of all those folks. <clears throat> and this is a good start to a captain's log in a way that if you're completing voyages, you're selling, you're sailing miles, um, you're sinking ships, you're firing cannons. All these types of things can be logged in your captain's log. And based on the milestones that you want to work on, based on your play style, you can pin different milestones to your captain's log, basically customizing the captain's log to your play style. Just like you customize your ship to your play style based on its decorations, now you can customize your your logbook <clears throat> your in case you get sunk um or something like that you can you know and someone can read your adventure i'll tell you <clears throat> i have looked at captain's logs of ships that i've sunk and some that have washed up on shore and i can tell you i've enjoyed flipping through them now i know um and we'll get to that in a minute i know that they're not a hundred percent bug free right now which they're kind of an important piece of this update, and they should be bug-free, but QA failure. I like to flip through them, and I like to see what people are tracking, and I like to see what that, that particular ship uh, and that captain and that crew were, were doing. I think it's fun. I get to, to figure out what the journey of my fellow pirates out on the seas are, or I get to figure out what the heck the victim of my cannonballs um, what they were doing and what delicious loot and how they got it. I also like that. 
But I think this is a good start, and I think it's a good uh, concept that could definitely be built upon <clears throat> with completions of adventures, tall tales, future story. Um, could put things in the captain's log, not just numbers, but a nice little write-up about the the tall tale or the adventure and, and how your ship took part in that particular thing. I think it's great. I think it's cool. Um, and then the big one that I think is uh, uh, the best good of this update is ship customization. <clears throat> now, some people I have heard, well, when I'm attacking a ship or boarding a ship or or whatever I may be doing, I'm not looking at their customizations. And my response to that is, well, why not? Like, I get it. You're in the battle. You're trying to stay alive. You're trying to sink them. You're trying to fight. I get, I get it. <clears throat> but I enjoy taking a peek around and seeing people's ships and how they've customized them. I've, I've sailed on one, two, three, four, I think four different ships that aren't my own. I actually have done zero on my own ships. I have a galleon and I have a sloop and I have done no captaincy work on them. <clears throat> All my milestones are just pirate milestones. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that um, because I don't need to level up my ship. I, I don't care about leveling up my ship. It's, it's, I don't care. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't care about leveling up my ship. It, it, eventually it might happen, <clears throat> but I've been enjoying going on other people's ships and seeing the cosmetics that they have chosen and the trinkets and the decorations that they have chosen to make that ship either tell a story about their pirate or tell a story about them as a player. And I absolutely love that, that you now have the ability to tell a story either of your pirate or you as a player um, with your ship. Uh, maybe you like, you know, fishing or whatever. And so you put your little fishing trophies out there. Maybe you like uh, Merchant Alliance stuff. So you got your little merchant tro trophies out there. Maybe you like some some good old grog. So you've got some mugs and some bottles everywhere. I just absolutely love it. And, and I like to see the popular trinkets as well. I've seen a lot of the harpoons. Um, the crossed harpoons, uh, the sea of thieves map is obviously very popular. Um, I love where people are putting little bonsai trees and stuff like that. I just, I think the ship customization is, is a very, very nice feature to really make the ship more homey and really make the ship more about that pirate and their crew. Um, and just less generic, like before we could obviously change the hull and all that stuff, but it's, 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 it's different. Like you can't take a, a set of sails and, and make some slices in it and, and tell a story. Right. But now you can put like harpoons on, on your, uh, uh, in, in the bow of your deck, you can put hats and stuff like that. And so, yeah, for the start, like a lot of people are going to have access to the same trinkets, but as season seven progresses, as the game progresses, as people continue to play, we're going to get more and more unique trinkets and we're going to be able to have ships that are very different, not only in their cosmetic look, <clears throat> but also in the trinkets that they have chose to represent. I saw some 
absolutely amazing pictures of people who had a vision um, of, of what they want their captain's quarters to look like on their galleon. And they have went out and they have focused on those particular milestones to get the um, chandeliers and the table and everything that matches their particular style. And these pictures are absolutely fantastic and they're all different. And I just, I absolutely love exploring different ships and seeing how people are, are telling a story through the trinkets and decorations that they're using. I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. <clears throat> and then on top of that, <clears throat> something that I've talked about on stream and with friends for a long time who play this game, the ability to repaint your ship, I think has been something that has been missing for the, for the game for a very long time. Um, and I really truly believe that that feature though, not really, you know, huge, not really super cool, but it is something that I think people will will use, right? It's a nice little gold dump, just like buying the ships and the trinkets and stuff like that. It's an it's a proper gold dump, not a dark adventurer set, which is a just a stupid ass gold dump. <clears throat> but it's a proper gold dump. The supplies, the trinkets, decorations, repainting your ship, buying ships, those are good gold dumps. The dark adventure was a just a colossal failure. I mean, it succeeded in dumping a whole bunch of gold, but just, it was a dumb way of doing it. Especially when you've got people with built with millions of tens of millions, hundreds of millions of gold, like hit them nickel and dime them constantly. Don't just, uh, it, it just one cosmetic set costs that just dumb, stupid. And it doesn't even look that good. I'm sorry if you're a lover of Dark Adventure, but it doesn't even, it's not even great. It's not even amazing. Like, I am so tired of seeing Dark Adventure sales. You have no idea. Like, I ne I don't even have them. I have refused. Like, it's not that I've refused to purchase them. I've just not wanted to purchase them. And I get it. I know why people use them. I know what the purpose of getting them is, right? It gives you better sight lines. But I am so tired of every ship that I encounter has those stupid sails. It's like, it, just become a better helmsman. That, that's all it takes. Become a better helmsman. I was helming ships and galleons and stuff long before Dark Adventure and having no problem. Just become a better helmsman. Don't be lazy. Don't just stand behind the wheel and not do anything else. That's not the helmsman's job. The helmsman's job is more than just standing behind the damn wheel. If you think that just standing behind the wheel, it that that is your job as a helmsman, and, and you don't have to touch sails, you don't have to move and walk down on the steps and look at the map and stuff like that, you are mistaken, and you are a failure of a helmsman. A helmsman has way more to do than just sitting on that damn wheel and looking through the triangle cut of dark adventure sails. Get off your ass. Do something more than just hold on to the pegs of a of a wheel. <clears throat> so change I, I I'm glad I'm starting to see some people not use dark adventure, but I'm still seeing too much dark adventure. I'm still seeing too much of it. I hope they I hope they reutilize that triangular cut in different sales that they already have, or maybe new sales. Um, and, and just, and just start, you know, 
sliding that into the normal cosmetics. So people will start to differentiate their ships from others on terms of sales, because I'm just so sick of seeing dark adventure everywhere. So those were my goods. Let's move on to the bads. Okay. And then we'll get to the ugly, which the ugly is always fun. The bads. Let's start out with something simple, something easy, and something I'm tired of. Random bugs that pop up because QA was garbage. Harpoon bugs. The harpoon is atrocious in this update. And when I mean atrocious, I mean it's shooting every which way. And and by the way, I have played on EU servers from NA. I've played on Eastern servers from NA. I've played on West Coast servers from NA. And it doesn't matter what my ping is. It doesn't matter what my frame weight is. It doesn't matter what the lag on the server is. The harpoons are effed up in this update. They're shooting in all different directions. They're not grabbing loot that they're going through. And the best part of it is if someone is holding a piece of loot, and they're looking at you, and you hit them with the harpoon, what does it do? It drops the piece of loot where they were and grabs them. It's supposed to grab the loot, not the person holding the loot. Now, if they turn around and you successfully grab them with the harpoon, everything's normal. But if they're facing you with the harpoon, it just drops the piece of loot right below their feet, and and, and that's just what it does. And it's, it's so horrible. It's like, come on, how long have harpoons been out? Why are we having bugs like this right now? That is just just bad QA. It's it's just bad. Like, how did that get through? Seriously, how did that get through? Are you depending on your players on insiders to test all this shit for you? Come on. Seriously, how does that get through? And I wanted to state that I've played on different servers with different um, different ping times and that I've played on good servers and bad servers as far as lag everywhere else just to make sure it maybe wasn't one bad server. No, it's happening all the time. It's, it's garbage, and I can't believe that that got through. That is just really, really bad on whoever signs off on these updates to be pushed and whoever is testing these updates at Rare. It's really bad that a feature that has been around for so long comes out in a new season hyped up by the Bethesda showcase and the, the, the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. And it just a main feature that everyone uses now is just busted in such a horrible way. This feature has been out for so long and I'm getting sick and tired of rare making changes to the game, which they're supposed to be doing and adding new content and pushing updates and whatever they're doing that has nothing to do with this thing over there. They somehow break that thing over there. And because they're not testing that thing over there, because they're working on stuff over here, it gets missed. And then we have a month or a few weeks of a busted feature that shouldn't have been busted in the first place. It's just bad. Like, Clean it up. Clean it up. I've been saying this for so long. Clean it up. Stop letting dirty, bad code get released. Test it all thoroughly. Not the players on Insiders. You, Rare, QA staff, you've got the power of Xbox behind you. Freaking stop doing it. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Moving on from harpoons, the captain's log not fully working. <clears throat> now, I said that the captain's log is a good feature because of the concept and what it could lead to in the future, and that is correct. However, the captain's log is one of the 
keynote features of this update, it's busted. It's not adding things up properly. It's not calculating properly. It's all over the place. And they have they said themselves that it's 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 a bug. It's it's bugged. It's not working. It's not working fully. Like really, you delayed this damn patch twice, and the damn book that's supposed to keep track of your of your session. So you know the key. One of the keynote features of your update is broken, and you delayed this thing twice. Like come on. Like if it's not good, if it's not working, don't include it. Add it later. Like there is nothing about captaincy that requires the captain's log in there. Is the captain's log a nice to have? That is a great concept that's going to allow them to do really cool things in the future. Yes. Does it look like garbage when it doesn't work properly? Absolutely. If a feature is not fully cooked and ready, don't put it on the table. Put the other stuff on the table. Keep working the kinks out of that thing so you don't have to delay it for a third time and then release it when it's ready and functioning. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I'm getting so tired of these development companies that they come up with a really cool patch that everyone's excited for and they push it out and it's not fully baked. Some of the features are fully baked and taste really good. Other features are like raw, like I don't want to sit here and bite on half-cooked chicken. Freaking take the chicken off the plate. Let me eat the other delicious things. Finish cooking the damn chicken and bring it out to me later. I get pissed off at New World for doing this. I've done this many times and this rant many times against Rare because they are notorious for it. Giving us half-baked solutions and leftovers. Oh, we'll get to leftovers in a minute. Because this update is full of leftovers. Like, I'm talking about leftovers that are in the back of the damn fridge and we're not quite sure what is in that container anymore. This update is... This update should be season seven, season of leftovers. Because that is literally what this entire season is. And we'll get that at in a minute. That is the ugly. One of the uglies. So I really wish, because the captain's log is such a a critical feature... Um, And when I say critical, is it game-changing? No. But it is a keynote feature that really ties together this entire idea of you own your own ship and your adventures are tracked. That is like the glue that holds it all together, and it's not fully working right now. And that's not good. Put it back in the oven. Bring it to me next month. Put it back in the oven, and when you do the adventure... If it's fully cooked and nice and seasoned and tastes good, give me the log then. Don't just push it out there because it's a feature in your damn update. Cut it out of the code. Put it back in the the dev, the, 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 the dev stuff. Let it cook. Season it properly and serve it nicely to me. I, I'm so tired of eating leftovers in this game and I'm so tired of, of eating undercooked food in this game. And I'm not talking about the vomit-inducing raw pork that you can kill a pig and eat. <clears throat> That's what I'm not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about features which are not fully baked in the development kitchen, and they're still on my plate. And I'm saying, hey, look, <clears throat> look at this delicious meal. Oh, great. Salmonella. Please cook this. That is what the captain's logbook is. I see it in the menu. And the picture looks delicious and amazing. And I order a captain's log and it gets served to me and it's undercooked chicken. 
salmonella. No, if it's not ready, don't serve it to me. If the feature is not ready, but other parts of the update are, push the other parts so we can enjoy that, finish baking the rest of the update, and push it out later. You're able to push out things to this game. We've seen you take the servers down. We've seen you do hot patches. We know you do adventures. You do it all the time. Stop force-feeding us undercooked food. Stop force-feeding us not completed and clean code. Stop it. Get it clean. Give us the clean, finished product. If it's not clean, if it's not dressed, if it's not finished, if it's not good, leave it over there and finish it and clean it up and give it to us when it's done. There's nothing worse than being stoked and excited about something and then you look at it and you're like, that is not what I ordered. This is the picture I ordered. That What? I ordered a number two combo. What? I only got lettuce. What? Finish it. Make it good. Then push it out. Don't delay the whole update. You don't have to do that. Push out what is clean and what is completed. And then give it, give us the rest later. Finally, the bad again with captain's logs in my mind. And I know a lot of people's minds. You treat the ship properly. Okay. If you were a true pirate back in the age of piracy, back in the age when sea of thieves takes place. In history, the ship is everything. The ship is everything. That is your life. Without a ship, how are you going to sail? How are you going to be out there taking plunder and making a livelihood for yourself? The ship is everything. The only thing more important than the ship is your life. Because without life, you can't do anything anyways. But that is the level that pirates held their ships at. That the ship is right there at the, just below your life as far as importance. And I understand in sea of thieves because the ship respawns and there's no penalty for losing your ship. The people don't treat their ship that way. They will let it sail off into sunset as a distraction to someone chasing them because they don't want to fight and they don't want to lose their loot or they don't want to fight and defend their loot. So they will just rowboat their loot away and let their ship sail off into the sunset. It's just dumb. It's just dumb, but the game allows it that way. And on a, game tactics and, 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 and big brain plays up there. Like 
if we're talking about gaming and we're talking about good tactics in gaming and we're talking about big brain plays and like, oh, best in a that type of play is up there, right? All your loot in a rowboat, let your boat sail off, drop the rowboat, rowboat away, and the other boat keeps chasing your boat. Amazing. If we're talking about piracy and we're talking about what that boat should mean to the pirate, okay, we're, we're now entering the role play area, right? And I know not everyone plays Sea of Thieves as a role play game, even though that's the direction Rare is trying to push the game. I'm okay with it as long as you're do it properly, which you're not. But I know a lot of your player base are not role players. I know a big chunk of the community who are role players, but it's not, this game was not designed and and hasn't been built to this point as like a a role play game, like grand theft auto or something like that, which has a massive community of role players. This game is not like that, right? There are some out there, but this game has not like driven that role play community like a grand theft auto. So why do I bring up abandoning your ship and leaving it and say that it has to do with the captain's log? And that's simple. The captain's log will always drop from your ship when the ship sinks. That makes sense. Unfortunately, when you log off, your ship sinks. It scuttles, which means your captain log gets left in the water. And I think that is a mistake. I hope that it's a but. Well, <laughs> after the last rant of undercooked code, I hope it's not a bug and it was just an oversight in design. But it's really bad design, and maybe it's a bug that'll be fixed. And if it's actually designed this way, like I need to go back over to the UK and hand a thermometer to that design team and be like, what in the hell were you thinking? Your captain's log, when you log out, will drop. Why? I didn't sink. I, as the captain, if I was a captain and I was leaving my ship for an extended period of time, you know where the captain's log goes? With me. If I'm leaving my ship for a short amount of time, you know where the captain's log goes? On my bookcase. You know what every ship has? A bookcase. I don't like the fact that an item that is sellable at Reapers, like an emissary flag, is dropped when you log out, like an emissary flag, But unlike an emissary flag, you have no way of putting it away. If you forget to lower your emissary flag, that's on you. But you have no choice with the captain's log to not put it away in the bookcase or take it with you to shore. That is not an option. It will drop. And then someone is going to pick up your captain's log from your ship and sell it and make money off of it. Back in the day, captain's logs on ships, both colonial or royal navy or pirate ships, were very valuable. And the fact that Sea of Thieves actually historically thought about that one and said, yeah, if we take these logs 
and sell them to the Reapers, that's valuable information. Where was the ship? Where did it go? What was it doing, right? Back in the day, they would use that information that they got from captain's logs to identify fleet movements, to identify trade routes, to identify places big, fat, juicy merchant vessels might be going. And that then they would use that information to intercept those trade routes and to attack other ships on those trade routes or in those particular areas that those captains have logged. This is a trade route to this place. This is a trade route to this place. This ship, which we are going to meet, will be here at this time. That's how pirates were able to identify where their next target is going to be because things were logged. Things were put in letters and put in these books. They're valuable. And I'm glad Sea of Thieves have put a value, though low, on these logs. I personally think the value of a captain's log should go up based on the milestones that are being checked off. The more gold you make on your ship, the higher the log. The more miles you sail on that ship, the higher the log. The numbers as they go up should significantly increase the value of that log when you sell it. But not until they fix it that you can put your log away. That is a big miss for me. And one of the reasons, I'll be completely honest, one of the reasons I am not sailing my ships right now. I don't want, I, I am like a partial role player, right? I would love to role play Sea of Thieves with people. I would love to. I, I, would, I would absolutely love to do that. And if there's a group out there that listens to this show and does role-playing in-game and can fit my stream schedule, I would love to do a stream a week of actual Sea of Thieves in-game role-playing. I think it would be a lot of fun. So hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up in the Discord. Hit me up in the, in the, the email box. If you have a group of people who could use another person either captain or whatever role you need, and you want a big, fat, chunky Viking pirate on your ship to add some spice, hit me up. I will do a stream a week. I will dedicate right now, aside from Saturdays, I will do a stream a week of role-playing Sea of Thieves if a crew reaches out and says, hey, we want you to come join our crew. I'll do it. But I will not be sailing my ships until I can put my captain's log away. I don't want someone else to sell my secrets, my trade routes, my things that I've been doing. I don't want them to sell it. Because to me, though I don't role play currently, because I don't have, it's not fun to role play by yourself, I'll be honest. It's just kind of, I feel kind of weird doing it. The Obsidian Wing, which is my sloop, and the Urca de Lima, which is my galleon. Props to anyone, anyone out there who can send me where Urca de Lima comes from. If you put it in the comments, if you email me, if you tweet me, I will say this. 
If you get that to me by the next episode, the next episode will be out on The next episode will be out on August the 20th. If you have an email to me or you drop a comment on the YouTube or you hit me up on Twitter or on Discord and you tell me where Urca Delima comes from. The historic Urca Delima comes from. Yes. I will also accept the Urca Delima other non-historic answer, but it was still based in history. If by the 20th, if you send me that information, regardless of where you live in this world, as long as you can get mail, I will send you a pirate talk radio sticker. So long as you're okay with sharing your address, I will send you a sticker. I don't want the Urca Delima captain's log or the obsidian wing captain's log to be left. When I log out, I want to be able to put it away. And I hope that it, I don't hope that it's a bug because then it just goes back to my undercooked rant, but at least if it's a bug, it can be fixed. They should be like emissary flags where you can put them away, put them down. So people, someone else can't profit on your captain's log. And finally, I know this episode, I told you it was going to be long. I had a lot to talk about. The ugly. The ugly. I'm going to start at the bottom of my list and work up to the last one, which is the biggie. First, there is no in-game reporting system to report offensive ship names. Joe Neat himself has responded to this and said it's a work in progress. Joe, I know you listen, buddy. I know you listen. A work in progress. My friend, might I remind you that you had this exact same issue in the arena with pet names? Now we have ship names. Why in God's green earth was there not an in-game reporting feature established knowing what we knew about arena learning from history. Now we have the same, let's be honest. Naming your ship is the same as naming your pet. It just costs more. We knew that was an issue back then with very inappropriate and offensive names. We are now introducing that to adventure because arena is gone. You can still do it with the pet names sometimes, but arena is gone. We knew it existed back then. Did we not assume that these morons out there are going to take the time to name their ship, the slave ship or worse? I mean, I know I've got a degree in history, but I like to think that I learn from history and we're not learning from history here. Offensive pet names used in the arena 
Now we have offensive ship names. We learned nothing from history and we're still working on a work in progress feature. Yes, you can go to the support forums and I'm so sorry. I apologize profusely to the CSR team at rare because I'm sure their tickets when captaincy released went from manageable to dear God, our inbox is exploding because the amount of inappropriate offensive, racist, homophobic, sexist ship names out there are absolutely asinine. But the only way you can report them is via the online support on Rare's website. This is an Xbox game. Yes, it can be played on PC. What about someone who doesn't have a PC? I'll tell you this. I hate this thing. I have two of them. I don't like them. And I'll tell you what, trying to report something with this. No, it's gotta be in game. It's gotta be in game. And the fact that it's still a work in progress at the damage has already been done to some people who've had to unfortunately interact and see these names. The poor experience has already been done. You can't now say we're, we understand the problem and we're still working on it. No, you've released it without that critical oversight that you already knew was going to happen. Joe, for God's sakes, on the podcast, you and Chapman talked and Chapman said your mom will make it through the freaking filters. If you yourself came up with such a troll and dumbass name as your mom and Chapman said that'll make it through the filters, maybe you should have thought, huh? Maybe we should get the in-game report feature done before we release this. Because if that one makes it through the filters, huh? Wonder what else will make it through the filters. I don't know. The slave ship? Mommy milkers? What? The KKK, yes, there was a Ku Klux Klan ship out there. Come on. Come on. You are a company who is very inclusive and hires walks of all life, regardless of any sort of sexual orientation, gender identity, race, creed, whatever. You are an amazing company. But when it comes to your players, you have just subject your players to have to deal with racist, homophobic, and sexist things in their game that they already had to deal with in the arena. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. And I know some people out there are saying you're making a big deal about it. It's funny. It's not funny. It is not funny. There are things that I say that are not funny. And I know they're not funny, but I say them anyways, but I only say them around people that I know, know me and they will laugh at them. I don't sit here and have offensive things to say on my ship name that any player from the age of, by the way, we just had a tweet about a five-year-old making it to pirate legend, a five-year-old is playing this game 
a five-year-old is playing this game and could look through the spyglass and see some of these absolutely horrific names, a five-year-old. Rare dropped the ball in the biggest horrible way with this. It is not funny. Your stupid ass names are not funny. You think you're clever? You think you're cheeky? I hope your Xbox gets bricked and banned from Microsoft. Because you don't deserve to play video games when you act like that. So I don't know what the punishment's going to be. I don't know what type of punishment Rare is doing with the reports that they're getting on their CSR team. All that I know is there's probably a lot of ship names out there that are getting through that are sexist, racist, and homophobic because Xbox players don't have the ability to report in-game. PC players don't have the ability to report in-game. They have to go to an external website. And I'll tell you what, when you're in the moment in the game and you see that ship, the last thing you're thinking about is, oh, let me alt-tab out and open to CSR and take a screenshot and put... No, you're thinking, I got to fight that person or I got to run away from that person. There needs to be a simple system where, oh, I spyglass? Oh, that is not a good name. Report. One button report. Boom, takes it puts it through done unacceptable and if you defend I've seen it on Twitter there have been some big fights on Twitter about some of these names and if you at all defend thinking it's funny thinking someone's just having a laugh, thinking someone's joking, you're just as bad as the person who put slave ship on their damn ship in a game where people of all races, all creeds, all all of that stuff play and five-year-olds are playing. You deserve a ban too just for supporting that bullshit. So Rare, get your in-game report, reporting system out like... B- yesterday because this is atrocious and people should not have to deal with that kind of stuff when they're playing a video game. Absolutely should not. Next ugly thing. I don't know how this was overlooked. You ever try running through your ship now when you got trinkets everywhere? It's annoying as shit. There are trinket interactabilities everywhere. On the walls, on the barrels, on the windowsills, everywhere. There's something to poke and prod, and it's super annoying. Try opening a barrel when you're close to one of those. You start to F with the trinket thing. Unacceptable. Come on. We already went through the issue with the rowboat with the same button opening the chest as, as or uh, picking up chests as opening the thing. Come on. You just polluted our entire ship with interactable buttons for these damn trinkets, which again, I think are cool, but you just polluted the ship with that. You should have thought ahead and said, oh, that's probably not too uh, appealing to the eye and probably not that great for player interaction when they're running around and seeing all these little trinket things pop up to interact or when they're trying to mess with a barrel in the heat of battle and a little Oh, oh, I opened the trinket menu, not grab, not grab my food. 
Come on. Come bad, bad design. There should be a way to lock your trinkets. When I walk up to a cannon, I don't get an option to open up the cannon customization. Why? Because I'm not at the shipwright. So it's really not that complicated. When you're at the shipwright, those features turn on. When you're not at a shipwright, those features turn off. Does that mean you can't put trinkets in when you're out to sea? Yes, it does. I'm pretty sure we can all live with that. Considering before this update, <clears throat> we always had to go back to the shipwright to change stuff anyways. But I will tell you, it is very frustrating, very distracting, and just just overall just, just detracts from the appeal of this game when I'm walking through a ship and it's just like, interact with this drink, interact with this decoration, interact with this thing. It's bad. It's bad. It's ugly. It's horrible. Visually ugly. Designed ugly. Beautiful when you put all your trinkets out. Horrible when you're trying to maneuver around the ship and and you're just seeing trinket pop-ups everywhere. Come on. Finally. You've noticed I haven't put the sovereign in any of these because I'm bagging the sovereign up in their own bag for its own episode. But I promise you the sovereign would be under the ugly if I was. The final ugly and the ugliest piece of this entire update is milestones. Now, before you jump on me, as you love milestones, let me tell you why they're the ugliest part of this update, specifically the pirate milestones. The ship milestones... are fine, I guess. I'm going to take my ship, the Obsidian Wing. <clears throat> that ship never existed prior to the prior to being in my head. It never existed. Every time I log into Sea of Thieves, I got a new sloop. Now, I have my sloop every single time. That ship has not went to the roar. That ship has not completed voyages. So the milestones for the ship make sense. Your particular ship has not done those things which you have done for four years. It hasn't. I'm okay with it. It gives you something to do. Now, it's the same thing as seasons. The milestones are basically all the things you do to uh, get your renown for your season, just divided into buckets. So it's, Hey, we just took the season and we bucketized it and said, Hey, milestones forever. Yay. yay, yay. Don't you like it? Isn't it pretty? Isn't it fresh? I swear. We just picked it this morning. Are you sure? Cause that, that looks like the same tomatoes that you picked four years ago. When you started to build the accommodations out. No, no, we just picked it this morning, I swear. The pirate milestones, on the other hand, I have a big problem with. Before adventures started, 
<clears throat> Sea of Thieves had a podcast. And during that podcast, they said, we understand and we've heard the outcry from the community that they don't like the limited time events of redoing things that they've done in the past. Let me say that again. Prior to Adventures coming out, Sea of Thieves on their official broadcast said, we've heard the community say we don't like redoing things over and over and over again for these limited time events. The same things that we've done. Turn in this many chests. Do this many voyages. Catch this many splash tails. We've done it before, before, accommodations for another event, for another event, for another event. It's just the wheel that keeps turning. We have to redo it all. All the time. We have to redo it, redo it, redo it. And I've hounded on it before. It's bad design. It's taking leftovers and just reusing it. I know the rare team is more creative than that. The pirate milestones are a joke. Because they don't take into account anything your pirate has done prior to Captaincy. And before you say, well, they didn't track that information. Bullshit, they didn't. I can open accommodation and I can tell you at least up to grade five how many of these chests I turned in. How many barnacle chests I've turned in. How many grog chests I've turned in. How many miles I've done on a on a, a Order of Souls voyage. How many miles I've done on Athena voyage. How many chests of legends I've turned in. The data is there. It's been in the accommodations, the Xbox achievements. It's been there f- for a very long time. How many tall tales I've done. It's all tracked there because they're part of the accommodations. They're part of things that we've taken part in for a very long time. It's there. And in this particular update, Rare has not acknowledged that we've been doing this for years because they didn't give us any credit on our pirate that we've been doing it for years aside from the Shrouded Ghost. Why is the Shrouded Ghost so special? Yes, it is rare. Yes, not a lot of people have it. But why is the Shrouded Ghost so special that those particular players who got the Shrouded Ghost got that particular check mark already checkmarked off on their boat when their boat hasn't killed the Shrouded Ghost? But I can tell you this, my pirate and my pirate on previous ships have completed all the Tall Tales five times, have completed all the Pirate's Life, have completed all the Heart of Fire and the Seabound Soul, have done thousands of miles of voyages, have completed hundreds of voyages, have turned in thousands of chests, have done all these accolades that are on your milestones, but I get zero credit. But by God, if I had the Shrouded Ghost, that would be checked off. And that is tracked the exact same way as everything else. It is absolutely unacceptable that back before Adventures, they said they're moving to Adventures so that this is a story-driven system that doesn't require us to do limited-time events that repeat the same shit we've done for three years. Yet here comes Captaincy, and what are we doing? Hey, here's a brand-new update where you redo all the shit that you have done for four years. Doesn't it look nice? Isn't it pretty? Isn't it great? Didn't we do a good job? Don't you love Captaincy? It's a slap in the face to the players that the only thing, the only thing for the past four years for players who have played that long, the only thing that gets auto check marked off on your captaincy is the shrouded ghost. Yet we have countless accommodations, 
countless tall tales, countless, all that information is there in the commendations. Now, do they track after you complete the commendations? Probably not, but at least get us started at where we are with the accommodation. If you've done 559 miles for gold hoarder voyages, at least give me 559 miles as a gold hoarder. If I've turned in 50 chests of legends or whatever that accommodation is, at least give me that turned in for Athena. There are some of the things like cannonballs fired and stuff like that, that maybe it's not on there, but I'll tell you what, if you go to your pirate profile on sea of thieves, let me just pull mine up real quick. And I'm pretty sure that some of this stuff is part of the, uh, milestones. Let's see here. Sea of thieves.com. Oh, the website's still down. Can't check it. Times vomited ships sung megalodons killed chess krakens. All that stuff's in milestones and it is tracked on your pirate profile, accurate or not. It is there because they give you your little pirate profile printout every year. It is tracked or so they claim. So why that my pirate, the same pirate that has been playing since the beginning, how in the hell doesn't he have any of the milestones? Because they wanted to give us a new grind and say, look, it's fresh, it's pretty. No, it is rotten, goddamn leftovers that has been sitting in the back of the fridge and you're just like, hey, let's reuse this. It's unacceptable. You're more creative than that. I have seen your creativity in adventures and in tall tales and the just general just build of this game. I have seen your creativity. This milestone system is pure and utter laziness. Pure and utter laziness. I understand the ship side. The ship is brand new. So technically you shouldn't have the shrouded ghost thing, but I know people would freak out if they didn't get the shrouded ghost thing. I understand the ship side because the ship is new. You just purchased it. I get it. But the pirate has existed since the first time that pirate logged in. And they have done things since the first time they logged in. And it has been tracked through the accommodation system. They should get credit for everything that they have done that the milestones track. Period. End of story. We have now reverted pre-adventure to when Sea of Thieves pushed out new events and said, hey, check out our new event. By the way, not going to say it, but it's the same as last year. Oh, and also not going to say it. It's the same as the year before. Oh, and not going to say it. It's the same as three months ago. It's the same thing that they have done for years that they said they would not do to us anymore. And here we are. I'm glad that some people are having fun with captaincy. I'm enjoying the update in general. But the milestone system, garbage. Because I don't have credit for everything my pirate has done since he logged in. Even though it's in their databases.
if you get credit for the shrouded ghost, you should get credit for everything else. Oh, but we didn't want people to burn through it. We wanted a long-term adventure. I've been adventuring for three years now. Give me credit where credit is due. It was lazy and it was garbage. Everyone was excited for captaincy for a very long time, and they were excited about customizing their ship and saving the ship loadouts and being able to make their ship their own. That side of captaincy is done well. The larger picture of captaincy, these milestones, specifically the pirate milestones, are an absolute slap in the play- face of all the players who have played this game for any amount of time and have completed any of the accommodations. It's a slap in the face. And that's why I could care less about sailing my ship. I'm just going to continue to have fun with my friends. There are definitely some items that I would like to unlock, but eh, not if I have to sit here and focus on things that I focused on for three years now. I focused on killing megalodons. I focused on killing krakens to get those particular accommodations done. I focused on barnacle chests. I focused on uh, sorrows chest, grog chest, rage chest, voyages. I focused on all that stuff before. I'm not. I'm not focusing on it again. And maybe that's okay in Rare's mind. Maybe I'm not supposed to focus on it. According to their post about this being a long-term thing and not wanting people to get everything, it seems like they don't really care about what their players want and don't want. They're just like, this is how we're going to design this and screw you guys. That's what it feels to me. We've been doing this for three, for one, two, three, four years for some people. And now you're telling us we have to do it again. And nothing we did before matters. Nothing we did prior to captaincy matters. That is what your milestone system is telling me and telling the players. Everything we've accomplished for the past four years doesn't matter to Rare. We don't care. We don't acknowledge it. It doesn't exist. You may see it if you open your, your pirate log and reputation. You may see it there. You may go to our website and see your pirate profile. You might see it there. Every year when we post a little pirate summary for the year, you might see it there. We don't care. It doesn't matter to us. Do it again. It's a slap in the face to all players. And that is the ugliest thing in this update. And it's the majority of the update. In my mind, I think this update will go down as a mediocre update because what did it actually add? You can name your ship and customize the ship that saves it from being an absolutely God awful atrocious update. Honestly, the fact that we can finally buy and own our own ship, the fact that we can customize our ship and save that loadout is the only thing in my mind that saves this from being one of the worst updates to putting it in the mid grade. But it's definitely not one of the best updates because literally they have told you, the player, I don't care what you've done for the past one, two, three, four years. I don't care. It doesn't matter to us. We don't care. Wipe the slate clean. We have erased your pirate, basically. 
do it all again. And that is absolutely poor, unacceptable, and bad design. And I'm very disappointed in that design team that they didn't sit there and think, these players have been playing for a while. These are pirate milestones. That's the same pirate that's about to take part in captaincy. Maybe we should look at what they've done and give them credit for that. Hmm. Now nah, just wipe it all. Whoever came up with that idea, dumb ass and should be removed from all design of this game. My opinion, my opinion guys. Thank you very much for taking part, listening to pirate talk radio. Remember there's a chance if you listened or watched to this, to, to, to the point a little earlier for you to get a pirate talk radio sticker. Look it up. Figure it out. I'm not going to give it to you again. You're going to have to go back in time and find out what it was. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Pirate Talk Radio. Again, apologize it was a little delayed this week. Uh, We'll get back on the schedule uh, for Saturday. Now that all my cons are done and I can actually take a break and rest and relax and get back to a normalized schedule. God, I haven't been on one of those just about all year. Uh, But thank you guys very much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next week on Pirate Talk Radio. Radio.